0: Welcome to one more edition of Politics on Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Today we are honored to have Jasalette Griffin, who formed from custody to casket after her son was murdered in the Harris County jail over a year ago. The Texas Rangers investigated his murder after the Harris County Medical Examiner's Office ruled his death a homicide. The Sheriff's uh, Office continually lied about the circumstances, once even claiming he might have died from food poisoning uh then claiming he might have died from a friendly game of slap boxing typical 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 first of all Jesslet, i want to first once again give you my most sincere condolences i know losing a child is extraordinarily difficult so um thank you so kindly for first of all uh talking to me and secondly, the work that you're doing uh, to make sure this kind of incident doesn't happen again, even as it continues to happen over and over again. So welcome to politics, Lynne
1: Thank you, thank you so much. I just appreciate the opportunity and Mr. Ruiz um, just to be able to um, share and get more ears involved with the story and my son's situation is more than a story but I just it's my passion to share the story and to do everything within me as I've organized organization to help others to reduce stories just like mine.
0: Well before we even get started please Egberto when you say Mr. Willis I feel a bit old so yeah (laughs) but anyhow. But uh, seriously, now, before we even get started, tell me a little bit about your son.
1: My son Evan Lee was uh, 31 years old at the time of death, uh, the custodial death there in Harris County Jail. And Evan was a high school graduate, college grad, uh, working citizen, um, just like everyone else. And he had some unfortunate uh, health issues with uh, mental, mental health that was challenging him, but he defeated it by all means necessary. He still um, in high school, he played football, he received awards in football and he went to uh, college, received many awards and uh, academic. And also after that, he started to work doing something that he liked. Uh, Until his death, he was working four years on his job until his death, um, walking miles in the neighborhood to get back and forth to work because he was not a driver. Um, Evan had a car donated to him because they saw him walking a lot. Um, But at the time of his death, he was just getting everything set up, getting his driver's license and he had his permit and everything and had the call nice and shining and clean and ready to uh, go. But Evan was a great person. Um, Evan will give you the shirt off his back. And I, I really learned the most about Evan during COVID when he will work you know, his hours and then come out in the neighborhood and help distribute food to the community and help the seniors in our remote area
0: was Ev, uh was evan ever a trouble kid was he ever in trouble with the law or anything like that or was he what what got him involved with the the uh criminal justice system
1: you know evan had a previous uh record of one incident of the same but um it was dismissed um but Evan wasn't a troubled child, uh, if you will. Um, Unfortunately, this particular incident that caused his death, Evan was walking on his day off and he was arrested by Arcola police in Fort Bend County. And I got a phone call from them. They were asking if he had a probation officer And, of course, I told him, no, he don't have a probation officer. And the arrest record states that he looked like an escapee. And he was detained um, and held in Fort Bend County for 10 days and transported to Harris County. Um, My understanding, it was an error in the system, but they were going to fix it from a previous case. And we end up having uh, his life taken in the process of this era that was in Harris County system.
0: So in other words, uh, he had no record to speak of. He, had, uh, he was arrested because, well, in, in his case, I, I hate to say this, but it's, it's, it's too often, walking while black uh, to somebody looking suspicious. Is that, am I, am I accurate so far? Uh, that he was picked I, up I, not for doing anything illegal. He was just picked up because of maybe how he looked. Is that he, what it is?
1: Exactly. My son was profiled, and um, again, he did have a prior record, but there, this was nothing that was um, a repetitious record of him. You know, in the past, having, was it a
0: viol- was he a violent person or anything of that sort?
1: No, he wasn't. Evan was five, five and a half, and would not harm a flea. And uh, of course, protect himself, as I stated in a prior situation that he had with someone at a bus stop. But other than that, Evan was a very normal uh, being, as I stated, trying to work to earn a living.
0: You know, it, it is interesting because I think what you're saying is he's he's did what was at, what society have asked all of us to do. Um, before we get further, I don't want to harp on what he on anything he would have done before because I want to make a, a statement for our audience here. Every adult male, whether they live in Houston, Kingwood, or anywhere else, is at the behest of our criminal justice system. If there's a skirmish, if there's a fight, if there's whatever, it's at the discretion many times of a police officer, if they'll say, well, you know, come on, shake yourself off, guys, go to your separate ways, go home. I see that happen a whole lot of times here in Kingwood. People get into little skirmishes, the police officers that want to create a record incident or whatever, go home. But with with many of our black children or black boys specifically, the first encounter with a police officer in the audience, I want you to understand this when it comes to criminality and many other things. Many the way our criminal justice system does. BS in is BS out. If you are if you go ahead and spend or, or harsher, when you're dealing with one particular group and putting them into the system and not a particular group, one group may seem as if they have behaviors different than the other. So therefore, the reason I'm, I want to get this clear is we speak about a specific incident and what caused a specific incident. Now let's go to um, your, your, your son's incident in for this particular issue. So he was arrested not for doing anything illegal but just because of how he looked. Is that correct?
1: That's correct.
0: He he went to, he was he was in jail in Arcola then he was transferred to the Harris County Jail. I imagine that's what they do uh in in the county.
1: That's correct.
0: And what happened and how long did he spend in Harris, the Harris County jail?
1: He was there for uh, probably about 40, 45 to 46 days.
0: Okay, let me back up again, because this is, why was he in jail that long, both the 10 days that he spent in Arcola and Mm -hmm. 40 something days in Harris County, given that there was nothing to No, nothing to pin on him.
1: That's right. Um, He was held, and I made so many phone calls to the courts. So they told me not to call back, that even though it was an error, the judge did not want to admit it was an error for the court system, but he needed to come before the judge. And every time they had a court date planned and scheduled, They are reset it and I continue to reach out to so many different agencies trying to get him released. And it's my understanding that because it was an error he still needed to see a judge for the judge to order him out of incarceration.
0: What kind of error can keep somebody that shouldn't be in jail for 40 days, over 40 days? What was that error? exactly
1: um at that time I did not get any answers. all I got was he will be going before the judge and he will be released and I, I anticipated just that I was I called so many different agencies I got letters from our congresswoman we got I got, Uh, emails. I was struggling and pulling in every direction that I knew how at that particular time trying to get answers and to get him out.
0: Now, uh, prosecutors, I believe, are the ones who have uh, can actually uh, remove somebody out of jail that doesn't belong there if they want to, including put it on a no uh, a, a, even if even if they let them out they could easily let them out on a recognizant especially if it's an error correct that's very correct um, now uh, which which attorney which uh, district attorney would have been in charge of your son's uh your, your son's case in other words who's responsible is it the Harris County district attorney or
1: yes the Harris County DA Kim Log is responsible for that action. Um, their office is responsible for that. Um, definitely the DA and, and those right there, uh, the prosecutors in those courts, they're responsible for that.
0: So it would it would have simply been a clerical effort to get your son out if anybody had any interest in getting your son out. Is that correct?
1: That's correct.
0: And had you ever approached Kim Ogg or any of her staff, uh, given that it's known that there was some error within the computer that caused them to retain your son, detain your son, uh, did did they specifically know of your son's incident?
1: Definitely, they were aware. They refused to talk to me. I was not able to speak with them. And that's when I went to my congress Uh, persons to get information on it as we continue to uh, strive to get answers on getting him released you know time persisted you know day after day as I stated the courts told me not to call back to the courtroom uh, because many times when I call I think they knew my number on the call id and they would pick up and say yes miss griffin we don't have any answers, and we'll see him in court. And at that time, the judge will sign off,
0: and he'll be released. I'm, I am, you know, I, what is it that I don't know here, Miss Griffin? What is it that I'm missing here? A clerical error has occurred. Your son is locked up for over 40-something days, and during that 40-something days, you're constantly trying to get a district attorney who knows there is a clerical error or some sort of error to get your son out, and ultimately he dies in jail. What am I missing here? I mean, to, to, I mean, to somebody on the outside, uh, it seems strange that he wouldn't have even been – somebody wouldn't have been saying, well, since the clerical – even though we need a judge to clear things up, let him out on his own recognizance. Is he, is he a violent criminal that should not yes. have been let out?
1: That's right. I, I totally agree with you, Virgil. Um, it, uh, it's, it's very sad that this happened so many times over and over again, where you have someone there, rather it's an error or they have a, you know, character, you know, dysfunction, whatever it may be, you know, there's, you know, people there. You know, 80% of the people there are sitting in that jail, you know, that are, are not guilty of a crime, you know, that they're sitting there for, but they have attorneys fighting for them, you know, their family is fighting for them, and yet you don't get answers, you don't get a response from the, the sheriff department, nor the DA's office, you're not going to get a communication from them at all.
0: They and just become a I, number.
1: They're just a number and I feel like it's prolonged on purpose um, to hold these people there, you know, just to have a number for the stakeholders, you know, and not uh, respecting the human beings and their rights.
0: Now, um, which was a congressperson that you contacted to help you out during that 40 days? Uh
1: Congresswoman uh, Sheila Jackson Lee, her office was very, very receptive, and they communicated with me as well as try to reach out to the sheriff department to get answers, and we did not get any. We didn't get any
0: answers. Uh, it seems to me like, again, uh, shouldn't they have contacted, let's say, Kim Og, and Kim Og could simply sign off to get him out of there?
1: Definitely something like that could happen. It could have happened, but it didn't. Um, as I stated, there was no uh, communications between the uh, DA's office. Uh, they did not respond to myself at all. And they did not respond that I'm aware of to Congresswoman's office as well.
0: Oh, I'm going to be blunt here. I'm, I'm going to be very blunt. It seems like everybody failed you. I, uh, uh, in other words, uh, you, you know, the, the, the Congresswoman's office may have been nice to you. Nice doesn't get somebody released. A job gets somebody released. The, the 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 Kim Ogg's office may have been well we have to wait. I think the entire system failed. I imagine you hadn't gone to the media with this before. Maybe you weren't media savvy back then. Is that correct or am I?
1: I I did not go to the media at that particular time, but of course the day that I received a phone call that he was uh, in a coma and not able to make a decision for himself at that time, I went to the media and again, I went to a congresswoman as well, and um they gave emails, as I stated, you know, to help me to try and see him um, from the time I got the phone call from the hospital that he was not able to make a decision for himself. That's when I started um from that day to today, uh, January
0: fifteenth, twenty twenty-four. Um this uh I I I am I'm just completely lost for words. Um, you know, I read the story, but have hearing the story directed from you and, and actually getting the details as far as well he was in jail for a clerical error. He was walking and picked up Uh, I mean, it it seems like one can mess with our liberty too darn easy. And um, I am glad, first of all, that you've created this organization from, uh, uh, from custody to casket. Tell us a little bit about what's your intent going forward? Because it seems to me like we do need advocates that puts the fire under these politicians, because I'm going I'm to put it bluntly, had your son been somebody else. Yes. Had your Definitely. son been somebody else, this would not have happened. But he was not, as far as they're concerned, he was just a black body in that cell. And Correct. And, and, and I think those are things that need to be articulated. In other words, a lot of times we go around the, the panel and we, yeah, that's an injustice, etc., But I think he was treated as just that other. And it is very disconcerting because in in your son, I see something that can happen to me or anybody else's son who just doesn't get the attention of those who need to get the attention from.
1: Yes. Um, Egberto, I feel that if my son was a different nationality, I don't feel that you and I would be sitting here in this conversation. Unfortunately, you know, but it's the the world that we live in and we have to accept it, you know, and, and as a Christian, I accept what God allows and um, I've just taken a step forward and never looking back. And I, establish custody to casket to help so many out there that I have been able to put my hands on and able to help in our criminal justice system. Um, Those especially, the mentally ill, um, trying to uh, get a bill passed that my Congress, I'm sorry, my state representative, Ron Reynolds, uh, authored a bill for me and we've been trying to push this bill to get it passed. Um, it, it went across the house as we pushed it, but it got jammed up in the Senate um, at the end of our '88 8 session. Um, but I have pushed and I'm doing everything that I can continuously to help those that are mentally ill. And my vision with this organization is to help those and help rehabilitate the mentally challenged and those that are incarcerated wrongfully because by no means necessary I feel that every single person if they're breaking the law then they should be free. No, that's that's those that's not true. You know, I do believe in our Penal system, I believe in structure and I believe in disciplinary actions, but but I just don't believe in detaining a mental ill person, especially being incarcerated. I think they should be detoured to get help and not be another number to assist with the stockholders and the stakeholders there in the jails. And with this organization, I've been able to help from uh, many of those that have experienced the same as myself. I've been able to assist them with Christian advice, along with other, many other sources that I have through this organization.
0: Well, look, um, first of all, um, is there anything else that you would like to say that I may have missed that I may not have asked you that I should have?
1: Well, yes. Right now, I would like to update. Um, Since my son's murder in the Harris County Jail, on March the 18th is when he was found in his cell, and I feel like no one should be found in a cell when you have a staff that's working. And also uh, you didn't ask uh, how he was murdered. He was murdered by officers there in the jail. And that makes it even worse that one of the staff members participated in the beating death of my son, Evan Lee.
0: So do you have the videos of that, uh, I imagine, as well?
1: The video of his death has not been received. I am represented by Ben Crump, LLC, in a major uh, class action lawsuit. It's not a class action lawsuit, but it's what we call a landmark lawsuit where we have discovered about 21 other families that experienced the same thing that I did and we decided to file on the same day. It's not a class action lawsuit, but it has been established and it has been filed in the Harris County Civil Courts. And my prayer is that we get some closure because after 750 days I'm facing, I have no closure on what happened to my son. And um, I tried to get an autopsy for over a year and I was finally able to get an autopsy.
0: They were denying you that ability?
1: I did not get an autopsy at all. Um, I had to... um, get an autopsy uh, through someone and an agency, um, they refuse. As of today, Harris County Jail, the Sheriff Department of Harris County, have not reached out to my family. They have not sent us a postcard. And as I have met many other families that has lost their loved ones in this same agency it is a routine action and they it's it's no accountability no kind of respect at all for the families and we understand that accidents happen things happen but once a person is deceased in your custody, in your care, we should not get a phone call from a hospital or a person from social media trying to find the family to say that, you know, your loved one is in the bed and not moving and they just say that he's deceased. You know, this is the answers and these is, this is how people have been contacted. And I think it's very unacceptable and disrespectful to human race that a a person is deceased in your care and you cannot reach out to that family to say at least, at least just to say that they are deceased. You don't have, they don't have to give details. And I understand if there's an uh, investigation going on, but I do feel that they should contact the family in some manner to let them know what has happened. Because if I had not got a phone call from the hospital about my son, I don't know what or when I would have gotten a, a answer or, or if they would have contacted us, you know, about my son being deceased. I, I don't know if Harris County would have Reached out to us. And as I reached out to so many to try and see him in the hospital, you know, from a Saturday all the way to a Tuesday, you know, the doctors say, We give up, Miss Griffin. We're gonna advocate for you. Come on up and see your son. I got to the building at about 3 p.m. and they let us see him about seven that evening. But when I approached him, I saw that he was on a ventilator and that was not shared with us. You know, they just say he couldn't make decision for himself. And at that time I was told that we are going to go ahead and send him to the mark because he's already deemed brain uh, dead. And I had an option to donate his organs and I could see him longer Um this is one of the most horrible and horrific uh, feelings that, you know, I have to relive and, you know, live a reality on a daily basis of this. It's very, very sad. But again, as I carry on Evan's name and created this organization and foundation to help others, it's what gives me great joy and all of this. And by me choosing to donate organs, we was able to save two lives as well.
0: Jocelyn Griffin, first of all, I am so sorry for your loss, but I am happy that you're not just gonna take it. I am happy that you're gonna do something about it. And I'm happy that you're encouraging many others to fight against a system that can only be that can only be defined as evil for some evil for some we've been speaking to jesson griffith uh, who was formed from custody to casket she lost her son to the harris county uh the harris county jail thank you so kindly for having been on politics done right
1: Thank you so much for the opportunity to share. Thank you so much. God bless you.